G'day everyone, Sean here. Just a quick update before we get into this special little bonus episode. Uh, I want to give a huge thanks to Steel Saunders for being on my last episode. I had a lot of fun making it and he was a really great guest. If you haven't listened to it already, please go download or stream it wherever you, where, on SoundCloud or iTunes, wherever you listen to this show. Had a lot of fun and a huge thanks to Steel for that. And also, just wanted to update that I am currently finished uni for this semester and that there will be no more no more long time waits between podcasts i am going to try and do an episode a week for at least the next seven weeks and try to do an episode a week and or maybe even more in the first couple of weeks of the semester until assessments are due and i need to start getting cracking on those so there will be a lot of content coming within the next two months or so. A lot of episodes with some old guests. I'm like previous guests. I want to try and get another episode with Eric Tisher done. I've seen a lot of movies. I want to try and get an episode done with my Movie Fury co-hosts, Lockie Beasley and Tim Bengoff, and also just mini reviews. As I've seen a lot, I need to review a lot of the movies that I've seen in these last in between my last episode and even before that. So, a lot of movie reviews coming with a lot of different guests and even a few episodes just by myself just for a review catch-up just before I get a couple of them done. So, stay tuned for those. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode of our podcast for Swinburne Student Radio, 3SSR Movie Fury, including myself, the host, Lockie Beasley, Tim Bengoff, and a special appearance from the 3SSR president, Alec Young. Enjoy. You're listening to this 3SSR Swimburn Radio, and that was Brain, or Banks by Brain. Uh, this is Movie Fury, as usual, t- same time slot. It's a Monday. Got Sean and Tim with the studio with me, as usual. Boys. Hi. Hello. I'm here. I'm the real OG. The real o- <laughs> I'm original the real Slim Tim. Shady. I'm the real Slim Shady, and I'm a Slim Shady, and all the Slim Shadies, are the, they're just Slim Shadies. Put your hands up. Hey. <laughs> I know women, Em. <laughs> yeah. Do you, how is, is, is he a nice guy? Yeah, no, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got he's got very he's, brooding face. He's though. got um uh, manners. Oh no, his last name's Mathis. Mathis. <laughs> um. So today, uh, with Wonder Woman coming out, we thought we're not going to talk about Wonder Woman. Listen to Ricky. It, at, it is good, by the way. I saw, well, it, la- sure, saw, sure, saw it last night. It's good by DC standards. It's better than what we've had so far. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's so, it's a solid six and a half out of ten. That's well, that's good. It's on the flip side. On of on the Sean scale, it's doing all right. It's it's so, no man <laughs> it's no Manchester by the sea, but it's closer <laughs> to a la la land. It's getting there. So we thought we'd talk today. What's the most uh, underrated performance in any of the DC films? Um, we first started like I, I first put DCU as in the cinematic universe, but. It's a little it's bit. The it's extended it's, universe, I think. Well, yeah, I'm so including all. I'm, 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 I'm concluding everything. Like any all DC right. film you can choose from. Who wants to Easy. go first? Easy. Brandon Ruth, Ralph, Brand- Superman Returns. Brandon Ralph. Is that what you're going with? Yeah, he's bloody yeah. great in that. Explain. Explain. Go. He's so good. The pathos that you feel for Superman. He's this, he's been like, oh, cool. I've been saving the day, and then he's like, hey, my family might be out there because that's a thing that's a comic book, maybe. And so he flies off into the universe, searching for them. And he comes back, and everything's changed, but nothing's changed because it's still kind of the 40s, 50s pseudo-comic book-esque. But, like, Lois Lane's got a kid, and he's like, what, Lois? Oh, you were meant to be there for me forever, but, huh? And then, but they still have that romance going on, so, you know, it's kind of pushing the boundaries. But, like, you got this guy who sacrificed, so he sacrificed himself, his actual human, his, not human identity, but his uh, civil... Oh, his 
citizen identity, right? His normal person identity to save this world that isn't his own. Then he left to find his own world, expecting that this world would stay the same. But when he came back, it was totally changed. And really, it's about a guy going to find himself and then coming back and finding that his home isn't the place that he left. You know, the people have changed and and the person he loved is changed and she is a child and he's kind of he still loves her but he's working through the fact that he can't love her because she's a a child but then you realize that the child might be his and then you're like oh what yeah it's good and plus the aesthetic in general is good but we're talking about the acting yeah (laughs) so how is brandon routh because it he doesn't really done a whole lot since then like he's 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 the iron man in um uh, yeah, he's Adam in yeah, in Arrow. In, Arrow? In, yeah, Arrow and DC um, Legends of Tomorrow. Thing, yeah. He's he's the Iron Man. Character, and he was in really. uh, Scott. He was. Uh, oh yeah, he was the vegan. Scott Pilgrim in versus Scott the Pilgrim. World. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, in Superman, he's really good. He's kind of like he's he's reminds you a lot of the OG Superman. The um, well, he's got that look. He does yeah, look exactly. a lot like Christopher Reeves. Exactly. He has a very and striking and resemblance. He, he does a kind of um, and like. What's really interesting about the Superman is that as because the movie flopped exactly kind of, like it was yeah it's a really good comic book movie and it's a really good adaptation of Superman but people were like what is this shit you know all the action was in the trailer and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff and it's less about Superman's exploit like doing stunts and things and it's more about Superman's character and the way we deal with that and I think that's the only way you can really do a superman thing but that's yeah. another yeah. story um yeah quick quick sidebar on that because uh brian singer left x-men 3 to do superman returns really yeah, yeah and that's why the dick, dickhead hollywood filmmaker brett ratner made um, oh but like it wasn't even x3 x- x3 wasn't like awful x3 it was, no awful. it was awful but it wasn't awful from a directorial no. like it, it was it had this an idea like the story was screwed up like yeah it, if brian people, singer people made blame it. a lot on the director but really it's all the script right i'm when the juggernaut bitch <laughs> uh, apparently there is a deleted scene where like he belts down a door and like oh, the shining style and goes here's juggy <laughs> oh that's amazing youtube it if you really want to see it but um, um so th- yeah. It's not a bad. I, I actually because I was because it's because like none of us really know I, what I've we're never seen Walking Dead. So like, it's it's decent. It's, it's like so and like he's a believable Clark Kent as well, which I think when you're doing yeah. Superman, you need the believable alter ego. Like Superman is only as good as his Clark Kent, and like um, Henry Cavill. He's not really a believable Clark Kent. No, no he's he, not. He, you don't he's, see him as bumbling. A, you're like, you're a hot guy in a suit. What? Yeah, exactly, right? You know, he feels more like his character that he played in uh, Man from Uncle. Exactly. It, it did exactly. have that feel. Like, yeah. maybe in Man of Steel, like, the very, like, when you first see him when he's um, on the road and he's jumping from place to place, it has that kind of loner Clark Kent feel about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, and then it kind of, now they've decided to do a reformatting of the character and now it's a bit different and exactly. kind of crap in my opinion, but yeah. that's, that's <laughs> yeah. all right. Um, but well, also, like, your movie has Kevin Spacey in it, which exactly, is, like, it's you know, good. Like, and they uh, have good character chemistry. Better than Jesse Eisenberg. What are you like, talking about? Not there's, talk no, about there's no Jesse Jolly Eisenberg Rant. as Max Landis. Yeah, we, as, yeah, we can. Yeah. What are you talking Luka? about? Jolly Ranchers was the best bit in that movie. I'm just That's how I want to be fed Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> a weird, crazy person putting them in my mouth. 
Mm. A stuttery, a stuttery <laughs> weirdo just shoving. What is in heaven and hell are reversed or, or something? I don't know. Because like, we're all angels. You're devils. insane. Okay. Yeah, we know. Yeah, you did an intro uh, to philosophy at uni. Good for you. Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. What are you picking for your choice? Uh, for mine, well, speaking of Superman, but I'm going to go from the Man of Steel film. Like you know how in a lot of superhero movies, everyone always complains that the weakest aspect of superhero movies now are the villains. Yeah, I'd yep. say that one of the best villains we've gotten in any superhero movie has been Michael Shannon's General Zod in Man of Steel. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, like maybe yeah, this no, is just a bit. Him. Maybe this is biased because I absolutely love Michael Shannon. I like I think Michael he's Shannon awesome. too. I think and he's because really good. like around the uh, he he goes on massive anti-Trump tirades. Yeah, like someone asked. Apparently, I saw this thing online. It was like someone <laughs> asked him. It's like my parents voted for Trump. What should I do? He said, "Fuck him. You're an orphan now." <laughs> Well, look, I'm, Savage. I don't think orphans can fuck their parents. Like, I'm pretty sure they can't do that. Um, I don't know. That 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 might be a thing. Um, pineapple. That's just in my opinion. You want to brought the sod, man. You can't you pineapple this. yourself. You can't, you can't pineapple your way out of this situation. Anyway, no, but just speaking about... Me- so, Zod in Man of Steel, yes, he does, it, he does get a very savage end with his neck getting snapped. But his character, he, his ideology is almost the, like... Is, Basically, what Batman's ideal—that well, is the idea of clashing ideologies. A, well, exactly like, right. It's he a, has a vision for Krypton. Yep. Like, and he can't get over the and fact like, he can't let Krypton die. No, and it, and it's really interesting if you think about it that it's like from Zod's perspective, he's come from yeah, this place that was the epitome of he, everything great. Then he comes to this backwater where there's apes, and one of his yeah. own is turning against him and yeah, he knew exactly. the guy's dad and it's like no we should be friends what are yes, you doing well, you should be helping and then you me. should be on our side and like but you agree with the you're Superman betraying your own race like, why are you doing this exactly and like everything i do is for the greater and see, good with, of our with, people the with good. that zod character the greater good <laughs> with that zod character you kind of you empathize with him whereas with other zod characters you just mm. like nah you're the antagonist to superman but in this you kind of see both Things and he's the born warrior as well. They explain mm, exactly. it as a story. on a yeah. side note. Like I Very think that Man of Steel coughs a lot of smack because I think it's actually not horrible. No, I, I, like, I like it's a pretty it. good movie. I think it just I gets think... foreshadowed by the wreck that was. Exactly. Uh, Ma- yeah, I, I, I know Superman. some people that hate Man of Steel though. Why? Also, I don't. Man of Steel, they Man they of think Steel... it's a bastardization of Superman. As a no. it, it is a little, and like it suffers from like just like in editing, like because. Um, there's a classic thing. You you have a person that's you know they're not a hero, and then through the story you make them a hero. But in the beginning we see he's a hero. You know, yeah. like it's yeah, mm. it's like you know he's already saving people, and he has really no arc 100%. throughout the film. And that's so it's really just a collection of cool bits. Yeah. And so it's yeah. a fun movie. The, you know, it's great. Zod but, has more know. of a character in Man no, exactly. of Steel than Superman. Yeah. Does. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. the way I kind of look at Man of Steel is I think it's like it's like a piece of coal. It's not a diamond yet, but it has everything it needed to kind yep. of be what it was. Just I, um, the execution of it wasn't exactly I, uh, flaw, uh, uh, flawless. And, and a piece of coal owl. Some some would, some would say because Superman's called Cal Owl. Boo. Yeah, boo. That's <laughs> not your best word. Ah. <laughs> Have a think. Have a think. Doors there, Tim. Um, (laughs) He's actually heading towards it and opening it. Bye, Tim. See you later. (laughs) We're turning your mic off now. (laughs) No. (laughs) Back to what I was saying. Like, and I think what really helps is that it's just man. Michael Shannon just looks naturally evil. Like the way he, the the way he looks, his build as well. He just looks like a supervillain. Although, can I just say they kind of ripped off. the Han Solo um, 
what, what's the, the, the carbonite? Kind of no, the carbonite scene oh, when yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know he's being and he, then they float off in giant penises as well. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, um, it's a bit odd. The, oh, <laughs> it's not the negative zone. The um. The Phantom, Phantom Zone, Zone. Zone. That yeah. also makes yeah. an appearance in Lego Batman as well. It does. It's actually. Yes. I finally saw Lego Batman. It it's, is fantastic. Is it good? <laughs> fantastic. It's really good. Meaning to say, I haven't seen a movie. The, the amount of times because I, I went to see Lego Batman on a Saturday morning <laughs> with full of kids yep. the, on the weekend that it opened, the, and so I was the only one there that wasn't with their parents, yep. right? And the amount of times where I was the only one laughing in the cinema <laughs> was oh, weird. That's why I love <laughs> Lego movies though, because it's like. You get the jokes for the nostalgia. You get the jokes for like um, the adult stuff. But like, if you've had Lego, but the, the you adult get stuff, the kid jokes as well, because it's not, it's not. Mm. The jokes aren't like the kid jokes aren't just kid no, jokes. You know, they're still there's like more funny to jokes. it. It's but, and yeah. even the adult jokes aren't just adult jokes. No, no, no. but there's like, like it's yeah, because like when stuff. they when they're in the big prison and they see all the supervillains there, it's like, yeah. oh, let us out, we can help you. It's like, what supervillains fighting other supervillains? <laughs> that sounds like that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Like that sounds like suicide. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, I could have just pushed it a uh, little bit, yeah. further. but no. Yeah. Um, what is this? Some kind back, of suicide back to, squad? Uh, back to uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Yeah, I think uh, my Man of Steel. Like, it's not a great movie, but as I said, like, like all the Marvel movies, they're good, but they're vil- like it's almost the opposite to a Marvel movie where the movie's just kind of mediocre, but the villain really stands well that's the out. thing like yeah. i think he did yeah, really I think he was really and not enough people say how good michael shannon was no michael shannon movie. i think he's a great pick um so i'll, I'll do mine yep yep all right i'm picking old jimmy gordon okay. commissioner jim gordon from, gary oldman's I'm, jim gordon yep i'm picking gary oldman's jim gordon not, from not, the Dark not, not pat hingles tim not G- pat hingles he, he can keep sleeping he's not it's good. amazing I think really dead, that actually. no one's <laughs> picked no one picked heath ledger's joker I think. Well, it's not underrated. Oh, it's not you know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, that's it's overrated. It's considered that one is, of the best performances of all time. Over, I don't think overrated. it's overrated. I think it's well. No, no, no. As not, in, like, it's not underrated. Not, not saying overrated is in like, oh, well, that's a bit overrated. I'm meaning overrated is in like, it's not underrated at all. It's so rated. It's, it's significantly an important role, it's and it's what he's known rated. for. So that's why I don't Guys, really consider it. Low key, I forgot what the actual topic was. I thought it was just DCEU stuff. No, yeah. but like it makes doing, sense that it's underrated. Like I yeah. forgot it within Sean's argument. He was talking. I was but, like, well, wait, by wait, the way, topic. Pat Hingle is dead. So, oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Did Pat he? Hingle. Did he choke on Pringles? Pat Hingle <laughs> choked on Pringles. <laughs> what a headline! <laughs> That's terrible. We're so. Apologies to the family. Get on with it. Get on with it before we're all old men. Anyway, Gary Oldman. Um, so the reason why I think it's the most underrated is if you think about the movie as a whole, or just the trilogy as a whole. Yep. yep. It's fantastic. It is. Like it's a really good trilogy. It has three arcs that all kind of sync well with one another. And Gary Oldman, if you think about it, is kind of the human like point of view of the whole yep. situation. He is just. He, he starts out just a beating cop. You know, he's working with shady, um, dark cops and all bits and mm. pieces. And, you know, he really feels that, like he needs to make a change. And Gary Oldman's performance really portrays this on a real emotional level. Yep. And you see his transition through the movies until he gets to the commissioner role. Yep. And then even, like, considered in Rises, when they kind of say, oh, it's, it's Jim's time is over. Like, yep. the yep. war is over. Like, he was the warrior... For the humans, like he didn't wear, he was essentially the other side of the coin for Batman, where he didn't wear a cowl, he fought crime the way he thought he could, and I thought Gary Oldman's portrayal of that was perfect for so, him. So, which um, movie in the Dark Knight trilogy are you specifically saying had the best Gary Oldman performance as Commissioner Gordon? Probably Rises. 
Really? I would say right. I think I, I would have said begins because he, really? I think I think he's a lot better in that one. Yeah. Well, I think I think definitely gets the most screen in time. Begins, in begins, I feel that, and he's, he's and he's dead for half of the movie in in the Dark Knight. So, but in, well, in, exactly. In right? Rises, Rises is Bane. Yeah. Rises is Bane. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Rises, he's got this kind of you know he's just basically the Joker. He's like, what could be worse? And then he's got this terrorist with a face mask coming in. That's and it's like you can see he's kind of pushed to his end, and he's like. It's kind of like the lethal weapon stuff. And like, even you could I'm say too like... I'm old for this shit kind of stuff, you know? Exactly, right. And also because like in the third movie, he's in hospital. Like he's been pretty much... In the in the second movie, he went underground because he had to protect his family. Or whatever. You could see that in Gary Oldman's portrayal that there was reasoning behind his disappearance. People like, could say, oh, well, there's not enough Gary Oldman in it in the second movie. But like there's a reason behind it. And in Rises, you could say the same thing being like, Oh, you know, he's in the hospital half the time. But there are moments that you could tell that um, from the beginning when he's in the sewer and all that stuff and he meets Bane and Gary Oldman's interactions with Tom Hardy in that scene is fantastic. Like, he plays it perfectly. And then when he He, he goes, goes Hardy. He does go Hardy. And then when he's having interactions with Jason Gordon-Levitt and um, he's doing all that stuff in the hospital. I think it's great. I really think it's a humanizing aspect to Jim Gordon, which is kind of because if you look at Jim Gordon in the comics, he's kind of like a more um, he's more rough. Uh, yep. He's like yep. less smooth around the edges and stuff. And I think this portrayal does humanize exactly it a little bit better. In a way, it's kind of what what's the quote? Uh, not the hero that Gotham. Uh, I'm the hero that Gotham deserves, not the one it needs. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Jim Gordon's kind of the opposite, right? Because it's like they don't deserve Jim Gordon. He's too good for Gotham, but he well, stays there. He's, wor- he, he's always working for the better exactly. Of Gotham, and it's kind of like, and he's he's trying to overcome the corrupt police force. Yep. He's trying to be the better cop. And he's trying to I think work it, within the system. He's the hero they need, but like yeah. they don't deserve. I him think also in the Dark Knight good. films, they also show because like in the comics, like Alfred is seen as a big father figure of yeah, right. Of, of I, was, I was I was I was thinking Alfred as Al- well. Alfred also does like that. That's also in the Dark Knight films. But then Jim Gordon's almost like kind of a second father figure because exactly. like he's I don't know if it's in the comics, but he's the one that like see, first sees Bruce or like the yep. one that helps. Well, that's exactly. In when, way, like in, 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 in Rises, like... when they have that really emotional scene where he says, you know. A hero doesn't have to always wear a cape. It could just be yeah. someone putting yeah. a coat over some, a little boy's yeah. shoulders. And at that moment, Jim Gordon realizes it's Bruce Wayne, which is actually a nice little. I think like people like give that like give that scene smack, saying, "Oh, it's a bit too like forceful or whatever." But I actually really like it. I think it's it's got a nice touch. In a um, way, it's agreed. kind of um, you know, like Michael Caine uh, as Alfred kind of plays like the the uncle almost because he takes care of the parents, but mm-hmm. like um. I would say that uh, Oldman plays the um, you know the father figure in that sense. Well, he like brings that level to it because exactly, on paper, it's like protective as well, exactly, and like right. the, the dad is the archetype of protector, right? And what's more protective than the chief of police, you know, and the person who's he's saved the father you of the... Gotham, he's the father of Bruce. Exactly. Like I think it's really underrated, and yeah, like he's I, good. and I think Zod, I think you know. To begin with, he's got a kind of a hard gig because this is the first time we've really seen Zod on a cinematic level since Terrence Stamp. Oh, in, really? Like, Neil before Zod. Neil before Zod. Superman oh, Two. Oh yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Superman Two, so. <laughs> I don't know. 
Hardly anyone's seen Superman. <laughs> but I've seen um, um, Quest for Peace. Why? For God's sake. How have you seen? Because <laughs> I, I wanted to watch it for lols. I knew it was bad. Oh, which I wanted one's to see Quest how bad peace? it was. Wait, the Quest for Peace is the one with nuclear. Yeah, no, the one with nuclear man. And they use the same shot of him. They use the same shot of him flying, just with different green screen backgrounds. Because because Warner Brothers sold it to I think Canon Films, who just made like. Student film right there. Like, shit, we didn't, we no, Canon films. They made like the no, Death Wish movies. I'm like, I'm like, we didn't get enough coverage. We, oh, we'll just use this green screen footage. It's fine. But no honestly, pineapple. <laughs> what I'm saying about Zod is, I think it's a hard, it's a hard spot to be in. But I thought he he overtly did well enough that it's. That I don't think it kind of because what you're saying is that he is was the best part of Man of Steel, and I don't think that makes it underrated. I think with him being the best part, is you're going to see the movie for Zod, and that's like what you get enjoyment out of it. Well, no, I, I, I thought, because I was completely surprised by that. Like, I, I didn't go in. Like, but I I'm saying, like, like oh, consecutively Zod, on, like, on multiple viewings. But I don't want to watch Man of Steel more than once, though. Because but, like, when, if you do, let's say you go to a girl's house, like, oh, I've got Man of Steel on. You're you can watch, watch it and be like, else. Uh, Here's the Dark Knight. Watch this instead. Well, no, because like well, you always do what the girl work, wants, <laughs> and uh, the girl wants to watch. Well, Man I'm, of Steel. I'm getting out of there then. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'd put up with Man of Steel to have some cuddles. Um, <laughs> We're but, lonely. Help us. <laughs> it's it's twelve o'clock on a Monday, and I'm talking <laughs> Marvel, uh, Marvel <laughs> DC movies. But no the stress. <laughs> and who's your choice again? Best one, Brandon. Brandon Ralph, Ruth. Brandon Ruthless. Ralph. Brandon it Ralphless. Ralph? It's Ralph. I know. Brandon Ralph. It's R O U T H. Ralph. At the end of the day, Superman Returns is kind of forgettable. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's not unless you watch it. Like if you watch it, it's not forgettable. I don't think it's like his performance isn't like, isn't the thing that it, 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 it's not. His his performance, I would say, elevates the film. Right, Gary Oldman's performance does not elevate the batman films because there are so many other good yeah that's the thing i reckon it i I honestly reckon gary one was the trump card in that movie because like if you think about it like obviously the dark knight was heath ledger's movie but like there's got to be a balance because there can't be all this psychotic and craziness throwing in without gary oldman kind of bringing it back to an emotional level because once again he is he he is he is like the audience's art like on screen essentially with like because all the audience members can sympathize with gary oldman and understand where he's coming from which you can't always like be on the side of bruce because obviously he does some questionable things and has he a lot dresses of... up like a bat yeah stuff. not everyone's doesn't like even that look like a bat like what the no, what? He's, no he's a swap man with a cape oh. <laughs> um anyway anyway sean who won not you though because you didn't <laughs> out of us two who won uh we, I, well, I haven't really I seen. I, I haven't like seen Zod. Superman okay. okay. I haven't seen Superman Returns. Okay, so I can't of, really judge. Out of out of um, Superman Return. Okay, Lockie. So because I would call Alec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Tim is. <laughs> should we go to a song break? Or yeah. Just... I'll go to a song. Yeah. Sure. All right. So I got. And we're gonna get the deciding vote. So who's who are people voting for? Uh, people vote for. We got Zod. We got uh, Red and, Red and Ralph Superman and Gary Oldman's um, Jim, Gordon Jim Gordon as most underrated DC movie. And here uh, is LSD by Skip. Uh, do we have? Do we want to throw this to our Twitter followers, or do we not uh, we have can. any? Uh, or do we not have any listeners at the moment? 
Uh, we have. Is, uh, it doesn't tell me. Oh, guys, 14. Let's go. Wow. Thank you. Guys, it's a if, big day. If you guys want to vote, yeah, you can boy. find us at, at MovieFury uh, Twitter or Movie.Fury at Instagram. If you look on the Instagram, it's got a nice post of Alex saying Furious very quietly. Lovely. Um, or our Facebook, which is uh, Movie Fury. Just Movie Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Fury. And you can see my face. Yeah, and, yeah well, he's there. He's a meme. Can, make him fun. a meme. Spread make, him over please the Please make me a meme. I'll be very happy. He wants it more than a degree. Um, All right, so he, here's um, LSD by Skeggs, and we'll be right back after this. That was LSD by Skeggs. We are back with Movie Fury. And we are now, we got Alec in the studio now, old El Presidente. Presidente. Oh, welcome, well, welcome, welcome. Everyone calls me that. <laughs> it's a new thing now. <laughs> no, it's I'm been mean. a thing for about six months. Well, I've, I've added it as a bit of Mexicana essence. So well, he's, be... he's pouring he's pouring a tequila right now to add to it. A bit of patrol. He's got a sombrero on. <laughs> Eating a burrito. Uh, hey. Yeah. I'm a wish. Olé. I'm starving. <laughs> Get that Deliveroo action going. No way. But um, so what what am I mediating? So we are now. Well, you. We were we were just so. You do it too. We, we were we were talking about the most underrated DCEU DCU character. DC character. DC and performance. DC performance. Sorry, not just character. So only um, only in the movies, no only comics. Only in the movies. Only, oh. only in the movies and not animated films, but live action. Damn it! I know. So um, I chose Brendan Routh's Superman uh, from Superman yeah, Returns. Good, good pick. Yep. Um, I chose uh, Michael Shannon Zod from Man of Steel. And I did Gary Oldman's Jim Gordon. How is that not? Like overrated, overrated. I but said we're talking underrated. underrated. Oh. I think well, it's underrated. How is that underrated? Because I think no. it's the humanizing aspect of like the whole Dark Knight trilogy. So I think the, he's the he's the human eyes throughout the whole film. He is the father figure to Bruce Wayne, uh, and not Alfred. Al- Alfred's more the father. figure. No, he's not. He yeah. just tells them what to do. Michael Caine. Okay. Jim, Hello. Jim Gordon Bruce. is a very two D character. <laughs> Okay, in so apparently I've lost, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, in both the films and the comics, he's, he's very much like it's always so... Well, if you listen to my arguments before Alec, I made a very strong <laughs> argument for like it. <laughs> I will say this, he is excellent in the killing joke. So. Yeah, okay. Hmm. But like, I, can't talk about I thought you meant Gary Oldman for a moment. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> Gary Oldman no, we, wasn't in we, that. But we can't talk about the killing joke because this is live it's action too. only. Damn yeah. you guys. Well, it has to be. It has to have a cinematic release. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't think it had a cinematic release though. Yeah, it, it yeah, lim- yeah. limited theatrical release. Yeah, so we can talk about it. No. Damn it. Not today. Well, like right now, like so, obviously I'm out. So now it's between Zod or Superman. Uh, the classic I, battle. I, yeah. Now I feel bad. Uh, so Zod right. versus Wrath Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shannon, he can, he can catch that's a plane, tricky. mate. He can bloody catch a plane on a baseball field. I have a feeling, uh, I can't remember if, uh, I just want to quickly Google something. So I, <laughs> the last time I watched Superman Returns was probably like 2013. Yes, <laughs> and I couldn't help shake. I couldn't shake the feeling that Wrath was living in Reeve's shadow, especially yes. since, especially yes. since Reeve had died two years prior. Mm. Yeah. 
And Superman Returns wasn't really so much a reboot, rather than it was actually a sequel to Superman it was like 4. A yeah, no, it sequel, was more of a homage than anything, because it was set in that kind of pseudo-weird 90s well, kind of world. You know? It's set in the continuity as yeah, well. Yeah, like exactly. it's that That's what really confused me. It's like, you guys live in a universe where Superman 4 happened. Yeah. <laughs> Nicola Man existed. And, uh, <laughs> and no one seems to be bothered by that. Wow. <laughs> That's all I remember from Nicola Man. Uh, I just remember him, just remember him sticking is, is his hands on his nails. Too, is he? Th- well, no, he no, has they, nails. No, oh. he, he, he's, he puts his, his hands during the fight and his nails like extend out he's of his got, fingers. He's got like coke nails. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's so weird. Exactly. It's, it's the weirdest thing, too. And he, and he barely took talks except for saying kill superman yeah yeah so who are you going with because we need to move on uh zod is excellent i think michael shannon's sort of interpretation of zod was absolutely fantastic especially just the way towards the end of the film when he where he knew he'd pretty much lost everything yeah. where he just goes completely and he just insane keeps going yeah yeah like I I love that and like Michael Shannon yelling I will find him yeah chilling I forgot to Absolutely mention that chilling. too but like what I was saying yeah, to the, the boys yeah. <laughs> like what I was saying to the boys before don't you reckon they completely ripped that scene off from um the um, Han Solo when he gets frozen the carbonite no it, it uh, has what, the exact same feel to it uh, kinda <laughs> I I have a feeling uh, I will find him was sort of an homage and to... He, uh, he repeats it like four times. It's too. a night. Mm. I will find him. He's like, I'll find him. Yeah. I'll find him. I, I, love the, I will find him. I love the cinema sense of that. That was a bit of Twin Peak action there. Uh, I, I love the cinema sense of that where he's like, I will find him. Yep. yep. Ding. Okay. I will find All him. Right. Okay. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh Jesus. Uh, like, and then uh, just the commenting on those shit. The shape of those ships. <laughs> How Flying that penises going into the Phantom Zone. Classic sci-fi yeah. right there. I will say this. If there's one thing I love about the latest DC films, it's the opening to Man of Steel. Like, that was spectacular. Yeah, actually, no, you're right, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And Zod is just, like... Shannon just played him perfectly. Uh, I'm going with Zod. Thanks. Zod won. Well done. Yeah. No. It's back. Right. So uh, now... You want to join in on this one, Alec? Yeah, why not? So we are now doing, uh, as a bit bit of fun, we thought we'd do, uh, if we had to pick a film universe that we wanted to live in, what Mm. would be the best to live in? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Mm. And like I, I was originally going to go with the Harry Potter universe until yep. I realized he yep. can always die. Everything can kill you. But then my friend last <laughs> night he just messaged me. He goes, "Man, as if you're not choosing the Pokemon universe because oh, technically yeah. that's cinematic and technically yeah, it got in one place." I used to watch them. So I'm know. going with the Pokemon universe yeah. as the one to live in. Wait, does that mean you're an immortal ten year old then? Yep. Oh, that's oh wow, that's, that's a terrible well, that sucks to be you, man. You haven't hit puberty yet, man. I don't care. Like, I, get, I get to like, hang out with Snorlax like and stuff like all day. Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, oh, this is just like but like, ages. it's cool because like, apparently I get to be a rowdy 10-year-old that's just allowed to roam the world with, by with himself. With dangerous magical animals. They're not dangerous if you have a They're Pidgey kind of with dangerous. you. You've got your own. Pidgeys, they have, they have bloody claws, mate. Yeah, but I've got a little a little rat that shoots lightning. It's fine. Dude, that's more dangerous than a bloody Pidgey. <laughs> so, everyone knows Pokemon. Everyone knows Explain why. Explain it to us. Explain it like we don't no, know. No, I, I have no idea what The Pokemon rule is. is to catch them all. Oh. And in this world, you get little balls and you get bikes and the... And the <laughs> 
Alec has heard a noise and going to investigate. Alec, uh, for those who don't know, Toronto. Alec hears dead people. I, um, I thought, I thought that was Alec just looking after your little STD joke. Yeah, he, he just like, looked at you and was like, I smell one. You made, did you make an STD joke yeah, through my you, rant? Like, catch them all, and I'm like, what? The STD. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just saw Alec just stare at Tim and walk out. And I thought, <laughs> he's cracked it. What all? <laughs> False alarm? No yeah. STD jokes every, here today. Every time I'm expecting like a delivery, I just. You're like a meerkat. But now, now, yeah, now I know it's not coming, which is just heartbreaking. Uh, funny. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I've been working on that all day. All right, good. Um, so, like, obviously, like, Pokemon is the choice. You get to spend your day. You don't even have, even have to be a trainer. You can just live in the world of Pokemon and be, you know, be a farmer or whatever, yeah, but, but you still what, get to have a Pokemon to help. Pokemon, though, and well, then you have your own Pokemon to defend yourself. That's not an argument that you can use properly. But what if you're just, like, properly. a farmer in the Pokemon you, But you're going to have... Pokemon to help you like Dude. you've obviously got like something that you probably have like an onyx or something that helps you dig holes but it's what fine if, what if our choices of these universes it's always like the darkest side of the universe so if you would be pokey awesome where all the Pokemon are really lazy and like yell at their owners for only pe- feeding them puffins. Well, then it's it's only bad if you've got like Mr. Mimes or Jinxes around you. Okay. But like if you live in a world like me where I've decided that I'm going to become a Snorlax farmer, it's going to be fine. Like I'm going to be a, not a farming Snorlax. No, not a farmer. No, not a farmer. Sorry, a breeder. I'm going to be a Snorlax breeder. And like, that's going to be my do job. Do they eat meat in the Pokemon world? Do they kill Pokemon? They, and eat they them? eat puffins. Which is a um, an organic substitute, apparently. Right. Yeah. Which is made from berries. Could you yeah, eat I'll... a Pikachu? No. No. Do you, no, do you no. reckon you could, though? Like, well, you no. Could kill I, th- I, think, I, I reckon eating a Pikachu would be like eating like a puffer fish chewing, in the real world. Like There's too many poisons cable. going on. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Right. But like Nick Nolte in the Hulk movie, just chewing into an electrical cable. All right. <laughs> Oh, I completely pushed that movie out of my mind. No, I just remember that in Ty Finale where he's fighting like a cosmic cloud of his dad's thoughts or something. Uh, Nick Nolte, man. Oh, jeez, Ang Lee. So, (laughs) what what was he doing? I'm choosing Pokemon, and that's why. All right. Uh, Who's going to go next? You all right. Yeah, Sean, silence next. indicates that I'm going to go yeah, next. Awesome. So I chose. Uh, Tim's not prepared. I thought about this because I was I was thinking the big ones like Star Trek or Star Wars, but then I was think uh, no um like Harry Potter and all those. But then I thought like imminent death is around like literally any corner. Like you get destroyed by a giant spider or have your or have an entire planet blow up. So I thought that um, Star Trek would be the best universe to live. Oh in. yeah, where everything blows up. Cool. <laughs> Makes sense. I did well. Yeah. Ships blow I did think up, about planets this. blow up. If, there's if dark I'm, matter. If I'm wormholes, not, time travel. If I'm not a red shirt, everything will be fine. Yeah, <laughs> just in the wash. It's like, hey guys, guys. Um, I'm yeah. not actually a red shirt. I just steal someone. my white shirt. I, I'd steal Spock's blue shirt. That's what I'd do. <laughs> but you can't steal off Spock because he'll just Vulcan. He'll just judo chop you. Vulcan touch. Ah. No. You'd be gone. I, I wouldn't mess with Spock, man. Yeah, but I would just think... Keep, Spock, just keep his laundry to him. Okay, well, my, <laughs> maybe not the maybe the earlier cinematic movies, not the newer Abrams films, but I well, think... Well, then you're yeah, going to deal with calm yeah, still, let it get you're, all messy. You definitely don't want to live in the Kelvin timeline. Definitely no, not. definitely no. not. No one is happy. I would think just because, like, the exploration of space, there's so much to do. You basically, you're a peacekeeper. You're trying to unify all these different planets. Mm. And mm. just the adventures that you'd go on would just be awesome. But I'm just saying, 
but you have yeah, the you can added... come around like a couple of evil planetary dictators every once in a while, but but you have the stress of messing with other like species. But you got Kirk on your side though. If but you're... like they stuffed yeah, up an entire Kirk species ideology in the um the start of um Into Darkness, like uh, with, like Klingons. No, they stuffed because they they stole uh, like yeah. some like. And then they um, made, they made themselves their gods. Yeah, gods and then of this like race. The, oh, they saw yeah. the spaceship oh, and they yeah. like completely that, changed. The art. That's a lot of stress. That, <laughs> I thought it was funny, but then I thought, Jesus, they've really just completely messed <laughs> yeah. up a, like, that's a civilization. That's their whole While ideology. saving it, I might add. Like yeah, but like now imagine you find out like you find they, they don't report it. You find them in like you know however many years it takes. And it's them in to the advance. report. No, yeah, like but it's like you find them however many Hitlers. years it takes them advance, just like a pattern that they have as part of their like, you know, like it's just in their textiles, it's just like in their culture, this little pattern mm. of the starship, and it's like what, what is that, what, what, and they see a starship like, oh my, what gods, what? Well, Imagine the, them realizing their gods are just men. The amount of times That'd that be, Star Trek has just okay. violated its own prime directive, <laughs> like I think the biggest one was probably Voyager. Uh, there was a Friendship One space probe that was like deep in the Delta Quadrant. Had like all we of... gave the real nerd territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a probe with like all of like human experiences and just like going out communicating that humanity was around. It caused a nuclear war on a planet <laughs> that completely destroyed it. And Voyager comes across the planet and they find the probe and they're just like, "Wow, this is this is." Pretty messed up. <laughs> so yeah, Star Trek, man. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to live in Star Trek universe. I'll just say it. Right, I'll yeah. concede. There's a lot of. Stress. I, I just want to say the technology would be like super yeah. advanced, no, it would be. and that would yeah. be awesome. even the holodeck, just the holodeck. But, like you yeah. got oh, rings yeah. that explode. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. like, what's a bomb? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a bomb. It's like oh no, the warp core is gonna blow up. Oh, second time this week. <laughs> Scotty, there's only, there's only so much Scotty can do. He's, just, he's so Scottish. You'd be like, what's happening? you're like, what'd you say? I didn't. I can't you... change the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> what's his friend's name? I don't know. Uh, it's a little, little, the little, little, the dude that has guy. not. Uh, has uh, little... Keenza. He's good. Really? Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Acid sneezes. <laughs> It yeah. would be cold. See, everything like, everything like can a, kill you. He, he looks like a blend between like like a, Ewok, like a grey. Yeah, like an Ewok and a pine cone. No, That's Ewok and a cabbage. Alec, have you got a choice? Uh originally I was gonna go with Star Wars, but then I thought it's very oh. nineteen eighty four perpetual war. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you look at the extended universe, there is maybe like two years out of the four thousand that's charted that they do not like have conflict. And even it's then depre- there's like political undertones that's going through. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, and there's like there's evil wizards and there's good wizards and you don't know who's a wizard. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just but then that's just one ideology. The Sith is just one ideology. No, no, no. But like what universe. like what I'm saying is that there's space wizards. Like you're walking around yeah, town, you might offend a guy, and then he pulls out a magic sword and then magics you away, and you're like, what? Also, free will can be totally obliterated in that universe. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and with- Liberty can <laughs> die from thunderous applause as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jar Jar. <laughs> But uh, man, we are so deep into their territory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I was about to go even deeper. All right, like, go. No, we're like already the, we're already in. It. Let's wait in. Let's go. The uh, the original timeline up until Disney acquired Lucasfilm 
like after Return of the Jedi, is so messed up. Really? So messed up. Thrawn comes back and almost conquers the Republic, but then he's killed by his assistant, which, you know, Thrawn, awesome. Blue guy, red eyes, awesome. He dies right before he manages to win. And uh, then, what do you know? Palpatine's back! <laughs> like, what? And he has a whole bunch of clones! <laughs> and suddenly, what? he has gigantic things called world devastators that just completely Death rip Star. apart worlds, and then a super star destroyer called the Eclipse, which is literally bigger than the Death Star. Why did I just keep Is it bigger than the Star Destroyer? Like balls, or like balls. That's cool? yeah. I reckon it was just written by a guy that didn't have testicles, and it's like, it was just. Testicles. It was just people who were saying like, oh, we could just keep this going because Star Wars was worth so much money. Palpatine died no less than nine times. That's an achievement. Well, that's the thing. Like, I reckon they're ruining Star Wars that way because like, Star Wars is all about the stories of like the humans that are all like, characters that yeah. they get. Yeah, and then if that wasn't bad enough, once they finally defeated Palpatine, about 15 years later, there's a species called the Yuzon Vong appeared. And oh completely God. ripped everything apart in the galaxy. Yeah. What you're saying to me does not sound appealing to live there. No. Because no, no, it's, just, it, it's what, just perpetual war. So what are you, choo- what are you choosing then? What would uh, you I would probably live in the Halo universe. But even then you still yeah. have the Covenant. That's- but so now it's actually kind of okay. Wait, in in movies, so in like the forward unto in, dawn. If you, if yeah, we're, we we're, we don't talk about forward unto dawn. Well, like, like, you have to, you have to, you have to talk about the movies, man. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, okay. neither of those were movies; they were limited series. So we, we haven't actually. Yeah. Damn. 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 There's rules um, to this show. <laughs> if you break the rules, uh, we'll I would, be furious. I would probably live in the Lord of the Rings universe then. Yeah. He's going to live uh, in the Shire. Just drink. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. thinking yeah. that like all of the just ring drink. raves and elephants. And yeah, but like now it's they're just... all gone, which is nice. And you can just. Oh, so post Return of the King. Yeah. Middle Earth. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a no, that'd be not. I just live in the shy man. Yeah, yeah, just, like, just drink, with some, with, drink, drink, drink with some drink, drink with some New Zealanders. Why not? Like, I'm, a, I'm a tall guy. Great. I mean, I get awesome. all the ladies. Yeah, <laughs> all the short ladies. <laughs> <laughs> My shorty. Hey. No, like it's not a bad pick, but once again, you still have like Nazgul, Nazgul's and stuff yeah. to deal with. Yeah. Like yeah, but is terrible, it, I guess. And there's yeah. like weird supernatural. Like you might stumble upon a ring or like a, or a, ghost, a ghost army a, a or something. sword or something and it's cursed and you're like still it speaks to you in an and also how rooted up themselves are elves oh. like well now the elves are gone which is nice when they left at the end of the oh yeah you know when they're all going on they the ships. went on boats we went yeah. away they're just and, like, just and like and fuck Frodo this shit i'm out and Fredo, you can come with us in the, in, you're an in the second elf, of the 16 endings of that film yeah i i still have no idea why Frodo goes with them why did they take the eagles the whole way? <laughs> why didn't they take the why eagles to Isengard? The eagles, the eagles, the eagles. <laughs> They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. That's a good song. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's that song real, real nerdism that's going on. Return now. of the King was on the other night. Really? Yeah. I really want to sit down. Like I, a... I reckon I... after my exam, I'm going to sit down and watch all the extendeds again. I have not seen oh the extended boy. editions. Yet. Watch the extended really? editions. No, I have not seen you get a whole hour of wow. war. Dude, dude, don't, I watch, I have, don't watch the extended editions. It's a waste of time. No, it's, it's not. not. Go away, no. Tim. It's You're a bad. waste of time. The Fellowship of the Ring. The Fellowship of the Ring, I will concede, is the worst of the extended editions because not much. 
Because it's just more like of them. Um, Pippin and Mary talking to the <laughs> trees. I gave you back. <laughs> yeah, but you can, that's just an exposition you can skip through. Fellowship of the Ring, it, like, it's it's the entire movie. <laughs> oh, okay. So, but Return of the King, oh man, you get so much more in the Battle of Minister. But, like, I still prefer Helm's Deep. Is like, Helm's I think, Deep is great. I love yes, Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. Yeah. So, what's, so what are begins. all your guys' favorite Lord of the Rings films? In what order? Because <laughs> mine's... mine's <laughs> <laughs> right off track. Sorry, no, three, mine is three one two. Mine's two three one. I like one two yeah. three because I'm an OCD guy. Uh, three two one for me. I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, but like yeah. the fellowship has its moments. Like it's I think the battle of the end is dope. I think Boromir's death is probably the highlight of that. I, I, I like fellowship better than two towers. And it's fair what? enough. Like, I could like I don't know the character moments know. in one's nice, but like nothing. I, like, beats I think it's a dead. really good setup though. <laughs> I think it's a great setup. You know what screws me up? The Battle of Helm's Deep. Everyone but the main characters die. So all those thousands of people you see all across the fort are all dead. Yeah. How depressing (laughs) is that? (laughs) But Gimli's just like, I got 24 kills. (laughs) I don't want to count as one. Kill streak. Sorry to interrupt, but Tim, what universe would you like? So, um, like it's... I, I chose the easiest, which is obviously the best. Um, there's no war, like in the Star Wars universe. There's no blowing up shit, like in the <laughs> Star Trek fun. universe. And I forgot what your one Pokemon, was. Pokemon, mate. There's no, bloody, there's no bloody weird animals trying to kill you. They're it's not going to the kill best. you, mate. No one it's kills you. I'm choosing West Side Story. <laughs> See, <laughs> when you think about it, when you think about it, it's perfect. They don't. But you've got it's, a gang. No, you've it's got a two gang. Yeah, it's gang, a gang film. They don't gang fight. Dancing. They don't fight. There's no fighting in this universe. It's all dancing. That's amazing. No, it's not. Imagine, like, no, imagine terrorism, right? He's on a plane. A terrorist comes in. He just tap dances. Dude, dude, that's amazing. No. Someone, that's someone would, someone would try to, that's someone amazing. would try to mug me in an alley and they'd start like aggressive hip hop dancing. I'd just be like, "What are you freaking exactly. gay or something?" Exactly. Gives you time exactly. to run away. See the perfect world. No more. And also, uh, no quick fighting. side note: in right. year eight, I played also Krupp Key in our, <laughs> in our <laughs> stage play of uh, West Side Story. <laughs> I uh, in dab kids. <laughs> if you somehow have a videotape of that, Mentally please. I do. I do actually have it. Officer Krupke. Officer Krupke. Krup you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> we're, we're mentally destroyed. Well, like... That's a line. Maybe. But, like, you I live in a world yeah. where you're either a hooligan that lives on the street yeah. or you're, you're an upset uh, um, shopkeeper that's worried about these damn yeah. kids. Yeah, exactly. And, this is... and everyone wants to live in America. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the perfect 1960s America world where everyone dances. It's great. And if you have a problem, you sing about it. Well, you dance but you don't it. sing it's about perfect. it. You just do jazz hands and click Exactly. Along. No fighting, no war. Perfect. <laughs> also, headcanon. I like to believe that Greece and West Side Story happen in the same universe. They don't, but I like to imagine that. You know, like these two, like, they're on the nice side of town and then the rough side of but town. But no, that, that, anyway. that doesn't come to sense because, like, in Greece, um, cars fly. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not talking about the Greece universe. Though. That was just uh, headcanon. You've heard West the fan story. theory behind why they yeah, die. I know. They it's died. ridiculous. Are they yeah. all dead anyway. or something? No, no, Sa- um, Sandy drowned, and that's uh, basically her death dream, and then the car is her flying to heaven. Wow. Or there's that's... other ones where um, she takes $20 dead. I know. <laughs> like... Speaking of fan theories, if you have one, your Snoke theory sucks, okay? Just saying. Yeah. Don't do that. Like... Everyone has a Snoke theory. Look, uh, uh, what, did, what, did one, what did one Jedi say? What, what did one Sith say to another? Um, I'm going outside for a Snoke. Do you want to come? <laughs> oh. 
funny. He wanted, it was doing some death sticks. <laughs> by the way, the pre, the pre- <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks. By the way, the prequels are a lot more fun to watch if you think it's just if if Obi Wan is just Mark Renton from Train Spotting while he's trying to get off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the dude in the bar who's God. offering him the death sticks is basically the final test of him passing. It's like, uh, oh I'm God, do you want any death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to I'll sell take you them death later. Sticks. I want to go home, rethink you your life. life. Go Me, home meet me in the alien five minutes. My yeah, life. It's funny. I think it's it's either Luke Skywalker's. I think it's his grandson that's addicted to death sticks in the uh, <laughs> Legends <laughs> canon. Yeah, that, are they just? I have read everything. Okay, I had I'm a lot a nerd, of spare like, time during year twelve. Cigarettes. Like, why would you name it Death Sticks? It's, it's kind that's of, not good marketing. I think the closest comparison is like heroin or something. Cool. Yeah. Is Death Hence Stick the, the street name connection. for it? Yeah. What? Oh, what, interlocking. Death Stick. Anyway. Anyway. Death so we've we've got Pokemon, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, I'm just gonna... and West Side Story. I if you're listening and you're really interested... If you're still in, listening. If you're still if you listening. turned it off at this point. Um... Please decide. We salute if, you. Um, you can, uh, what world you, you can would find us in? at Movie Fury on Twitter, at movie.fury on Instagram, where you can see Alex's beautiful face. Alex? Um, hey, no, that, that that's, had an S. that's correct. That had an S. Um, yeah, that's correct. Or, Shut uh, up. Movie Fury on Facebook, <laughs> or um, Movie Fury 3SSR at uh, gmail.com, or it's 3SSR Movie Fury. It's one of those. You, you can work it out. i got to congratulate people who get my name right. Alec. Because otherwise everyone will start saying Alex. Alex's <laughs> name is Alec. <laughs> yeah. Fun, fun oh. How, how's that for a mind F? <laughs> but, um, so it's it's 12.57, so we're wrapping up to the end of the show. Yeah. Jeez, we uh, had more yeah. topics, um, didn't we? Yeah, well, we got deep into story. nerd territory today, Alex, which is... Alex yeah, should come on more. Like, we should it. distract him from his work. It's great. Yeah. I like having him in. Uh, I'm just waiting for emails to come in, to be honest. Because <laughs> we want things. We're getting new things We today want things. The things are nice. Speaking of, speaking of things, we're, um, we're going to be having, for Movie Fury, we're going to be having some t-shirts and totes made Ooh. up. So if you guys, uh, guys want yes. oh, yeah, to get, get some of that nice merch, you guys should uh, stay up to date with our Twitters. Yes. And our That's it. If you want to follow our, our brand. Your brand. We're going global. Uh, we're, we are. We're we taking are. over the world. Coming after your time. We're going on Ricky. We're going on tour to just listen um, here, Ricky. Your movie show is nothing compared to movie. Meet you at high noon on a bloody. So it's twelve o'clock. (laughs) So this has been Movie Fury. I've been Lockie Beasley, your host as usual. I've got Sean and Timmy. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, listen to my podcast as well. I got, I got, I got to cram it into the show somewhere. But my show, my own film podcast, which is called Another Bloody Movie Podcast. You can find that on SoundCloud or iTunes. And now that I'm done with classes and things like that, a lot more episodes are going to be coming out. Yay! It's fun, fun, fun. Including this episode, which I might put on my stream if I can do that. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I can do that. Awesome. Just can't use the music for this copyright. Yeah. 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 I've paused have, it so the music's have, out. Oh, thank God. And um, Most people are just like, oh, how do I get rid of it? I'm just like, you edit it. <laughs> Learn <laughs> how like, to how edit. How do I edit? And it's like, no. <laughs> I'm not going to teach you. And uh, thanks for El Presidente, Alec, to be in the studio today. Um, no worries it's been fun having you yeah, it's um, been fun smacking down your choices that's alright I, I, I live a sad day today it's fun. Um, so as usual enjoy the rest of your Monday and for all the students out there good luck with the rest of the exams hope things go alright uh, study drink coffee and sleep and sleep. Lucky, not in that order <laughs> uh, do what you can 
Exclusively in that order. Want to get involved in 3SSR in 2017? Head over to 3SSR.org now to find out how.